Hey, welcome, and uh, thanks for joining us on this podcast. We are trying here at our church in Manor, PA, to bring discipleship into uh, a more practical, more common space than sometimes what just happens on Sunday morning. And so uh, we're excited to uh, have this podcast and have some of the topics about what does discipleship look in the everyday life? What does discipleship look for you as a uh, person that's just going and living life as I am a person just going and living life? And so uh, with me, I got uh, two other guys, uh, guys that are pastor uh, residents here uh, at uh, Refuge Church, and I want them to introduce themselves real quick. So uh, first of all. Yeah, so uh, I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. All right. These guys are going to bring a little bit of their personal stories, their own experiences. Uh, We will dive into more uh, about who we are uh, as people, and you'll get to hear that as we go on throughout this podcast. But each week, our goal is to bring up a topic of the week related uh, uh, specifically to the idea of discipleship and trying to make it into Uh, something very practical, something that uh, you can walk away from, something that maybe is even challenging us. And so before we can even do that, before we can go on this journey, and it will be a journey, uh, we are not going to solve everything in this one uh, podcast. We're not going to solve everything uh, next week as well either. Uh, But we want to go along on this journey. And so for us to be able to do that, we've got to begin with even defining that term discipleship. If you have ever attended a church, if you've ever heard of a Christian speaker or read a Christian book, you've probably heard the word discipleship. And uh, to be honest, uh, as someone that's been in ministry for 20 some years now, uh, someone that grew up in the church, um, it's a word that I don't know if we have a really good grasp of that. So we want to kind of accomplish that here in the beginning uh, is to come to a spot of saying, what is discipleship? So uh, Mike, I'm going to ask you first, uh, give us your thoughts. When you hear the word discipleship, what comes to your mind? Yeah, uh, it's a great question, and, and I really like uh, the way that you um, have kind of shone some light on that, because I think discipleship is such a loaded term, um, especially uh, in church context, because I, I think sometimes whenever I've sat there, does that mean I need to be in a community group? Does that mean that I need to be serving more? Does it mean that I need to be giving more? Where should I be giving, right? Well, what's that look like? And I think those waters get really murky um, and, and it lacks some good teeth. So for me, um, discipleship was really defined by a guy that I reference uh, all the time, almost annoyingly so, in John Mark Comer, um, who was the, the lead pastor of Bridgetown Church out in Portland, Oregon. Um, and I discovered him, uh, about a year or so ago, but the way that he and, and his team, um, have really defined it for their church, uh, is essentially practicing or apprenticing under Jesus, right? Practicing the way of Jesus. And they, they break that down, uh, into kind of three statements, which is that first we want to be with God Uh, Then we want to be like God. Uh, And then uh, we want to do what Jesus would do if he were you, Um, right? And sometimes we have that question, oh, what would Jesus do? Well, Jesus isn't an accountant um, or whatever the career path is. And so sometimes it's like, well, what would he do? And so really personalizing it. But what I love is that you can't start to really do any of this until you learn to just kind of sit and be with God and to be before you do, because ultimately this isn't about 
behavior modification and, and fitting the mold, right, of what we think it looks like to be a Christian. And often, I think, in the Western church, a whitewashed Jesus Christian. Um, but it's about life transformation in the heart. And, and really, I am the Lord your God. You will have no other gods before me. That has to come first. And if it doesn't, then then honestly, I don't know that the rest of it really matters in terms of the discipleship. That's good. That's good. I, I you know, I, as you were talking there, I'm just thinking, you know, none of us are claiming to be experts in sure. this. Uh, we're not uh, claiming any credentials. Uh, but one thing that um, I think we want to be able to share is just what we've experienced, what we've learned, where God has brought us to, um, and uh, to kind of help, um, you know, take down some of the veils, some of the, some of the, um, uh, ideas or the images we have and, and pull them back a little bit. And yeah. let's, let's look beyond that. Um, you know, we might have some great insight. Hopefully we do, but, uh, we, we're not going to be right at everything. We're not going to do everything the right way. But, um, mm. you know, I like how you're just, you're, you're willing to open up, uh, this idea that discipleship, um, you know, is, is less about, um, uh, you know, a, a set of rules that I follow or a set of a behavior modification. That's a word probably yeah. we'll use quite a bit. Uh, I think that's a really good word to, to kind of contrast what we're trying to shoot for. But uh, you're talking about a, a transformation that involves a real a relationship. And we'll, we'll mm-hmm. get into that at some point because, um, you know, how do you have a relationship with God? That 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 seems seems odd. But yeah, I, I think what you're going is, is good. I, I like some of that stuff. So, uh, Ryan, what, what are some of your thoughts when you think of the word discipleship? Yeah, I think what comes to my mind is when you think just very practically, when Jesus called his disciples, right, his disciples, they walked with him, they followed him, they had to be in his presence to be his disciples. Yeah. You know, and so I think really at the core of it, you have to be in his presence to know who he is. And I think John really, when he sees Jesus, not only does he see them, see him, not only does he see Jesus, but he then proclaims, behold, the Lamb of God. Yeah. So he himself is recognizing this is Jesus. And then I think the more and more that we see him, the more and more that we are with him, the more that the power of the gospel to save us, that same power will transform us into more of his image. You know, and I think what really stood out to me was, Um, Just the thought of, and I think it was a man, Bill Hall, he may have said, the gospel you preach determines the disciple you make. So really there's this inseparable link between the gospel and a disciple. And so I think it's really looking at to what is the gospel Mm -hmm. and your understanding of the gospel and the power of the gospel will influence who you are as a disciple. And when you refer to the gospel, I, I assume you're you're keeping it as, as the good news that yeah. Jesus won the victory over sin and death. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I think I think a, a lot of what we will do is keep hopefully redefining these terms, not redefining them, but making sure we're clear on those terms. So discipleship, uh, good news, um, you know, and and um, that thought alone, as you said, when when you truly uh, are uh, receiving or or hearing or believing in the good news that Jesus won, that that does change now to say, I don't have to go to, to behavior modification to yeah. earn mm-hmm. God's grace or to earn God's love, but that the good news is that he has given it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, um, 
you know, I know for a lot of us, we are trying to prove ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, we're trying to earn uh, recognition at work. We're trying to earn status. We're trying to earn titles. Uh, we're trying to prove worthiness in relationships. We're trying to, um, you know, have these types of things that at the very foundation of the good news and where discipleship begins is acknowledging that none of those things <laughs> are what uh, earns us into that relationship with Christ, that, that it, it is because of his grace and his mercy uh, that's been given to us. So uh, that's really good stuff. Um, you know, for me, uh, as, a, as a person, again, that has, um, you know, been in the church, uh, been a part of the church, uh, been active in trying to help others. Um, I've had to go through many different uh, ups and downs and, and kind of uh, pathways. And, and, and again, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit uh, here in the upcoming weeks. But uh, for me, discipleship um, came as simple to me as the phrase, and, and Mike, you're close to saying it as well, learn Jesus. I remember reading that um, in a book, uh, The Vine and the Trellis, um, uh, their second one, The Vine Project, they simply talked about learn Jesus. And then they, they talked about it not in a way of, you know, I'm learning math, uh, but I'm learning Jesus like I would learn golf. Mm. And, um, you know, that kind of resonated with me because uh, in any kind of thing that you learn, whether it's a, an instrument or how to use a tool or how to drive a car, there's both this element of, uh, learning knowledge and then learning practically. So I can learn, uh, Jesus knowledge and have no practicality with it. I haven't really learned Jesus mm. or I can have the danger of just learning by trial and error and having a limited, uh, experience in that, but having no knowledge, then uh, I'm not reaching that full capacity of of really who is Jesus. So, so the more that I learn Jesus, both with knowledge and practicality, the more that I come into this uh, relationship with him, that is discipleship, acknowledging that I am learning him. And, you know, you mentioned John, John the Baptist saying, mm -hmm. behold the lamb. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think to Jesus, you know, first words in ministry was, um, you know, to repent and turn to him. And, and why he's saying that is because he's, he's recognizing that we're all prone to follow something. We're all prone to be a disciple of something. We're all prone to learn something. And part of discipleship is learning to unlearn those things, not follow those things. Now follow Jesus, uh, be a disciple of Jesus. So yeah. I think, I think, uh, you know, this is going to be a good thing as we keep talking and dialoguing and you know, um, we'll try our best, you know, as each of us are sharing to uh, make sure that we're clear on the words that we use uh, so that, uh, you know, everybody, uh, again, listening and be a part of it can can follow along as well, too. Uh, one of the things we're going to do every time uh, is kind of share a little bit of, uh, about some stuff that we've learned or we've read this week relating to this topic. Um, and so, uh, again, um, you know, I think there's great value in uh, learning. There's great value in um, uh, listening to others or, you know, sometimes, um, you know, maybe it's even um, – you know, the, the thing that you can't quite remember exactly what you heard or exactly what you read or who exactly said it, but something's resonated in you and, and, and we want to share that. And so, um, Mike, why don't, why don't you start? What, what's something good that you read this week when we talk about discipleship? 
Yeah. So, uh, just as I've been going through this journey myself, um, I think one of the things that, um, or one of the names I kept hearing pop up, uh, a lot was Dallas Willard. Uh, and so he wrote this book called renovation of the heart and it is, uh, really rich. It's really good. It's also kind of dense sometimes. So I have to go over something once or twice, but it's really good. And I'd recommend it to anybody. Um, but just as, uh, Pastor Dan, just as you said earlier um, about how there's not necessarily like a list uh, Mm -hmm. of rules that we want to follow in this process, Um, he he kind of identifies um, in agreement with that just some practices or some tools that that help in the spiritual formation, but it's by no means a comprehensive or an exhaustive list. Or if you do these three things, you'll come out following Jesus, right? There's a lot of really moral people that do this stuff. Um, But he just identifies different things like silence and solitude and, and, um, has, has been really beneficial and, and things that, um, we want to do to, uh, kind of bring our, our will to steer our heart in line with the heart of God, mm. um, and his will. So again, like silence and solitude and Sabbath and, and, um, like a daily office, just finding those rhythms, things like that. Uh, and a quote that, that he had, um, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, but it was basically in the, he says in his introduction that spiritual formation is an orderly process. Um, and although God can certainly work differently, uh, that doesn't seem to be how he, he always, um, wants to do it. Like he doesn't want us to just come and be like, well, God now fix me. Mm-hmm. There, there seems to be a bit of a process or, or some effort on our end whenever it really comes to the formation. Um, and so, um, while it's good to appreciate God and how he can work, uh, we need to look at how he chooses to work mm-hmm. and, and buy in, um, whenever he tells us to. And so, uh, for me, that was just a really compelling and almost convicting, mm-hmm. um, statement just about like, I, I, grace is amazing. There's nothing I can do to earn that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I want to really become an all out disciple of Jesus, I've, I've got to show up and follow him and, and I've got to put that effort in. And, and what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, so this book has just been great for that. Okay. Awesome. That, that, um, you know, that, that, the challenge of getting that formula right in the sense of, uh, not putting that before, yeah. uh, you know, the, the, the horse before the cart kind of thing where, okay, I'm not trying to put this effort into, to earn something, but I already have it. Now I step into it, uh, because, um, you know, as, as Paul says, in you know, Romans seven, I mean, the flesh is, is right there at war with us. And, yeah. and you know, I do what I don't want to do, even though I know I don't want to do it yet. I still do it. And, um, you know, that idea that I am, um, and I actually read this just a, a few hours ago, um, can't quite think too, but they, who said it, but they were basically saying the idea of, uh, oh, it was Paul Tripp, uh, the idea that we should not think we are at peacetime with our flesh, hmm. you know, and how easy it is for us <laughs> to be at peace yeah. with our flesh. Like we, we think, you know, there's a truce or there's a treaty with our flesh and it's not, we're at war. Yeah. And uh, for us to recognize that uh, our to notice those those things that God's given to us uh, to battle those things or to uh, you know help get as you said our hearts in line with His heart. Yeah. Um, I, that's that's good stuff. So, uh, Ryan, what's some, something you read this week? Good on uh, the idea of discipleship. Yeah, I started this um, this new book called The Christian in Complete Armor uh, by William Gurnall, and he just kind of was talking about this one point that really stood out to me was. Uh, and I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, without Christ, you cannot be the Christian you profess to be. And it was kind of looking at 
where I think sometimes we think, thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Now it's up to me to finish the job. You know, like he brought, you know, you saved me. Now the whole process of being a disciple is all about me and my strength and what I'm doing. And he also, uh, William Gurnall used this analogy. I really liked it. He looked at in the verse in Hebrews, it talks about looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. He pictured it as a ladder where Christ was not only the bottom rung and the top rung, but he was at every rung in between. Hmm. And how it was like, sure, as you look at the progression of the Christian life, to remember that it is by Christ in you that there is any progression, yeah. you know, because left to ourselves, we just are stagnant. You know, we can't, <laughs> we can't do anything on our own. So I think there is that duality of it's Christ in us, mm. yet at the same time, he has given us the ability to step out into that, mm. right? To step out of the boat like Simon, you know, he called him and he had to get out of the boat to follow <laughs> Jesus. So I think just a good reminder of without Christ, this is impossible. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. And, and, um, you know, trying to, uh, understand, uh, what does that look like? That's, that's what we're hopefully going to accomplish here. Uh, the more that we have these times to, to have these podcasts, to hopefully have people come along us. Uh, okay. Well, what does that look like? Uh, sometimes, you know, uh, maybe I am, as you said, trying to do this without Christ or, uh, Mike, even as what you said, sometimes I'm trying to do this kind of ambiguous, like, like God or Christ is the force and I just need to be one with him. Um, you know, the dangers that that can be as well too, of like, you know, well, you know, I'm just going to experience God in a, in a spiritual sense, but not, not in like how he has made himself known. So, so working through that, um, you know, I think uh, the more that we consciously are processing, constantly uh, evaluating, constantly trying to, um, you know, let Scripture speak to us, let the Spirit lead us, uh, have others in our lives that are, are, are ca- encouraging and challenging us, I think uh, will we'll help in this. So uh, last thing hopefully we want to do uh, in, in these podcasts is give you a really practical thought. And so um, something that maybe you can walk away from and say, okay, you know, uh, you know, just spent the last 20, 25 minutes listening to these guys. And uh, yeah, they talked a nice game, but w- what can you actually do? Or what does this actually look like? Or, or what's something that, you know, what I can, I can add in or, or do specifically today to help in my journey with, uh, you know, being more like Christ or, or help my, in my journey to, to learn Christ. So, uh, Mike, uh, I got you a tab here this, this week. Give, give us a practical thought we can walk away from. Yeah. Um, so I, I think at the, the first thing that, that we need to do, uh, whenever it comes to discipleship, um, and, and, um, just that area. And we're starting to talk about, um, doing different things is just to remember that seeds are small. Um, I think sometimes we, we see the fruit or we see, you know, to, I don't know, use an extreme, but like Billy Graham and it's like, I can go be Billy Graham. And it's like, Mm. all right, good luck doing that tomorrow. Unless like God has anointed you to do that. You know, you have to, you know, it's, it's just what we said at the beginning, right? Be with God. Um, you have to start there and, and, and that process, um, doesn't have to be, you don't have to go and pray for an hour every single day and fast the entire day and be face down with sackcloth and ashes on your head. Like, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I like I'm in a text group with some guys right now where at 10 o'clock in the morning at five o'clock at night, like 
we just stop what we're doing independently and we, we pray for the same thing. And we know that like across the city, there's someone else praying for the same thing. And it takes me literally 15 seconds. Mm. Um, to, to do. And, and, but even that rhythm, um, is an encouragement to the other rhythms in my life. And so that has kind of snowballed, uh, and really helped with whether it's reading my Bible or, um, a much more intensive prayer. That's not 15 seconds yeah. long. Yeah. Um, but it can, it can honestly start that small, right? Mm-hmm. What's that one thing? What's that little seed that God is putting on your heart to, to just come deeper in relationship with him? Because ultimately that's, that's what he's trying to do, yeah. right? Is to grow in that relationship with you. And yes, discipleship means we spend time with, with God and with Jesus, mm-hmm. but that also means the inverse is true. He's spending time with us. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's really what I think he's after. And so what's that, that one thing, that one seed that it can be as small as 15 seconds, but how mm-hmm. can you start to, to do that today? Good, good. Um, and, and, and in, you know, and adding into that too, there, there's, there's some personalities part of this that, um, we shouldn't ignore as well too. So, you know, uh, there might be, uh, that one thing for you, um, works within the rhythm of, of your day and totally. your personality, yep. uh, that may look different than somebody else. And so, um, you know, uh, again, stealing a, a coaching terminology, a philosophy, you know, that 1% better every day. Yeah. Uh, if we just think about 1% more uh, of, of being intentional in our journey today, uh, what could that look like? And, and like you said, it might be as simple as a text message or, you know, people might not be technology savvy or, yeah. you know, uh, or they might, you know, think of something different. Maybe it's, you know, it's as simple as, you know, writing a note to somebody and, and letting them know that or giving them a phone call or, um, you know, maybe it's just that 1% of, Hey, I want to, I want to dive into the word and I'm going to spend a little bit more 1% of my time today or, uh, you know, uh, just, just that whole thought. And, and I, and I, I like what you say, you know, the idea a little seed, a, you know, a little effort, a little this, uh, and what God can do with that, uh, is great. So, um, well, you know, we talked a lot here again this morning or this time about, uh, discipleship and, um, you know, I was just curious if there's anything that we said, anything you guys want to wrap up, kind of throw you guys on the spot here. Is there anything that, uh, you know, maybe we missed or anything you guys want to fill in here? Uh, for me, what I would just say in this, this process with, um, formation and and just as an encouragement that, um, God's not a God of guilt and shame. Mm -hmm. Um, he is a God of conviction, but he's not a God of guilt and shame. And and this is not something that I think he's ever going to guilt or shame someone into doing. Um, he may convict you. He may say like, Hey, it's time to go a little bit deeper. Um, but if guilt and shame is your motivation, um, Mm -hmm. please talk to whoever your spiritual leader is. Um, please find some, some semblance of even accountability on that front, because, um, I, I don't think that's God. I think God's calling you deeper, but I don't think that piece of it is him. That's good. That's good. Yeah. And I would just say to remember that this is not a solo sport. We are, we are all going through this journey together. We're all being discipled by Christ to make disciples, but none of us have arrived. None of us are Jesus. Yeah. So we're all prone to screw up. You know, there's why, which is why it's so crucial. We have grace mm. toward others and also towards ourselves. That's good. You know, to, to, to come to the Lord and ask for forgiveness, but yet to keep going. Yeah. to let him pick you back up and to continue walking day by day. That's good. That's good. And, and I just want to remind people for, for those that are listening that might, 
have our phone numbers, uh, have access to us, uh, you know, please reach out. Uh, you know, I don't have to have all the details of your life. I don't need to know every little thing. But if you, you just need to know that uh, I would pray for you, um, you know, I'd be willing to talk to you or, or just dialogue with you at anything. Um, you know, there's uh, websites and uh, with our emails out there. There's, you know, again, some of you have our phone numbers. Just send us a text. Um, you know, the last thing I would want is for you to be driving, sitting at work, wherever you may be listening to this and just thinking, yeah, well, 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 you know, who do I ask? Or maybe if this is a dumb question, I shouldn't ask it. Like, just just start the conversation. I mean, it's so good just to start somewhere, uh, even if you think it's a dumb question or you think, uh, you know, what everyone else knows the answer and I'm the I'm the one that doesn't. Um, don't don't let that hold you back. Uh, get involved in that. So, uh, well, well, we'll be praying uh, and hopefully you guys pray for us and, and uh, we're excited to go on this journey. So thanks again for listening in. Uh, appreciate you guys.